What is crackalacking, beautiful people of the world today? Coming at you live as always, Samuel A. Milo. What is up, my dudes? I hope you guys have a wonderful day today, man. This is ATK Season 3, Episode 10 of the series, man. Walking it through a little bit more in Galatians, man. Galatians Chapter 4. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited about this, man. Really excited to share this with you guys. A lot of good stuff always in Galatians, man. Living by faith in Christ and not by our own works or the law or anything else. But it's only through the righteousness of Christ that we are saved, right? It's so important to know that, man. I know I preach that. Like, it's so important to know this. So important to know this. So important to know this. But dude, this is the key. If you, if you don't think that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him, then we've got it all wrong. It's only through him. That's the biggest thing I would say, man, that it's only through him. To know him and to love others and to love him. Man, it's so important. Anyways, man, this is uh, last time we talked about uh, a few things as far as like just being wrapped up in righteousness, right? That we are made righteous, that cloak of righteousness, right? Or that cloak of invisibility, like from Harry Potter, right? That like when he wraps himself up in that, when Harry wrapped himself up in that, his body disappeared, right? Think of that as like the cloak of righteousness. Man, when we are wrapped up in that, all God sees is righteousness. It's so cool, man. It's such a good picture of the righteousness of Christ and how we are made righteous by wrapping ourselves up in Jesus. So important to know, man. Um, without further ado, though, we will pray really quick and then we will uh, hop into this video. But first things first, man, you guys know, I'm sure already, we released some beanies, man. I love beanies if you guys don't know that. I'm sure you guys know. But some ATK beanies, man. There's a black one and a gray one, man. If you guys would like to buy one of those, you guys can. They're on the ATKgaming.com website. So check it out if you guys want to, man. They're only like 20 bucks, so it's pretty cheap, you know? Anyways, um... But, dude, they are crazy soft. Everybody that's, like, got one so far has said they're how soft they were. I was like, dude, they are really soft. No lie. I haven't really worn one. I, it's like I've just been trying to, like, get them to people if they want them. Anyways, but that's besides the point. We will pray really quick, man. If you guys want one of those, go for it. If not, hey, dude, whatever. You're out of the out of the deal. Fine. Anyways, uh, let's pray really quick, man, and we will walk through the rest of this. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all you've done for us, God. Thank you so much for all you've given for us. God, I thank you for this time, God, that we can just sit and listen to your word, God, that, that you can speak to us through your word because it's, it's God-breathed and inspired by you. God, we thank you so much for all you've done for us. God, we pray for just continual revelation, God, continual change of our minds, God, that look more like your mind, God, and not like ours, but into people that look like you, that you want us to look like, God, that love others, God, and that love you. Thank you so much for all you've done for us, God. I pray that anyone that was able to hear this is blessed by it, God, and learn something, God, as well. And God, that knows that it's only through Jesus that we're saved and we can cling to him. And it doesn't mean that life is easy, but man, we cling to you anyways because you are our rock and our firm foundation. Thank you so much. Christ's name. Amen. All right, so I was about to stop the video. I was like, dude, that's not right. Anyways, uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful day, man. Cheers to you guys. Coffee as always, man, Mr. Dwight Schrute. Oh, it's so good. So, so good. Anyways, uh, we last time, man, we picked up, we left off at like chapter four, verse seven. You know, we are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. We are heirs to the kingdom of God. We are made children of God through Jesus, right? Everybody is created by God, but we can only be children through God through Christ, right? We can only be children of God through Jesus. 
Anyway, so moving further, uh, Paul has got some things to say to the Galatians, man. He's like, man, he's like, you guys were doing well, right? Why are you guys like falling back into this stuff, like into the law and legalism, man? It's not the way of Jesus. It's not what Jesus preached, right? So in verse 8, he's, we pick up, he says, But then, indeed, when you did not know God, you serve those which by nature are not gods. But now, after you have known God, or are rather known by God, how is it that you turn again to the weak and beggarly elements to which you desire to again be in bondage? Desire again to be in bondage. So what he's saying at first, he's like, man, when you did not know God, you served those by which nature are not gods. He's talking about like you guys served idols, right? You had these traditions, you had rituals. And a lot of the, like the people of Galatia, right, at this time, or like before Paul came and stuff, they had a lot of like, they believed this big rock, right? This black rock that fell from heaven. And they call it, I believe, Cybel is how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. But they, they called it that. And they believed like that was like their God, right? And they, they idolized it. They worshiped it. They did a lot of things, you know, uh, ritual, ceremonies, all sorts of stuff that way, right? Before Paul came. And then when Paul came, like they, that's when they accepted Christ. They accepted Christ. And man, moving further, he says, you know, you served those by nature are not gods. They weren't gods, right? They were idols. That's what those are, man. It's, it's, it's not, it doesn't lead to anything, right? It's, and it's all working towards getting something, hopefully. And that's not how God works. God gives us what we don't deserve and not because we earned it or not because we can earn it, but just because he loves us. That's the difference between Jesus and everything else in this world, every other religion. I promise you that. Man, uh, moving further though in, in verse 9, he says, But now after you have known God or rather are known by God, and that word known right there is gnosko, okay? And this word means to like to know in like, in proximity, right? And like the true definition of this word in the Greek, right? Gnosko, knowledge grounded on personal experience. They personally experienced God, right? And then it, it, it says to know, uh, obtained by proximity to the thing known. So it means that they were close, right? To be, to be in proximity means to be close to something. Man, that they, they were known by God, that they were known by him, man. It's so important. It's like, he, how is it that you are turning again to these weak and beggarly elements to which you desire again to be in bondage? Do you desire again to be in bondage to these things that don't satisfy and don't fulfill and honestly just leave you to the point? It's like, man, I cannot be perfect enough. That's what those things lead us to. That's what the law leads us to, man, is the fact that, man... How am I going to do it? I keep screwing up. I keep screwing up. And it's only faith in Christ, man, that makes us that righteous, right? That makes us perfect. And it's it's through Jesus, right? But he says, you know, you in verse 10, you observe days and months and seasons and years. I'm afraid for you, lest I have labored for you in vain. You know, he says, like, man, I preach to you guys the good news, the gospel, that it's only through Jesus that we're saved. We accept him and boom, that's it. And he continues to change our life as we live it and as we seek after him, right? But what he's saying is, I'm afraid for you, lest I labored in vain, that I did it for no reason. Because you guys are observing days and months and seasons and years, you know, all these rituals and ceremonies and things of the Jewish law again, when that's not required. That's not required to be righteous. It's only faith in Christ, right, to be righteous. That's what he's saying. It's not to say that, you know, observing days or like holidays and stuff is a bad thing. It's not saying that at all. It's not saying that. But what it is saying, man, is when we cling to that as our righteousness or as that makes us holy or that makes us righteous, that's not true and that's not biblical. 
that's not the truth of the gospel. Moving further, he kind of takes uh, a, a different step. He's like, man, brethren, I urge you to become like me, for I became like you. And you have not injured me at all, right? Like, you guys are hurting yourselves. You're not hurting me. And man, I urge you to become like me, for I was like you. He was like, I was like you at one point, man. I was under that guy, Gamaliel, right? The top dog, like guy that was teaching Paul the, the law and he knew it front to back. And man, dude, he was like, I was like you guys at one point. I promise you, this isn't hurting me. This is hurting yourselves. This is hurting your relationship with Jesus, man, because it's not through legalism that we're saved. It's through Jesus Christ that we're saved, man. It's through Jesus. And man, in verse 13, he says, you know that because of physical infirmity, I preached the gospel to you at the first. You know, he, he was sick and that's why he came to Galatia and preached the gospel to them, right? He was sick and just happened that way. And in verse 14, he says, and my trial, which was in my flesh, you did not despise or reject, but you received me as an angel of God, even as Christ Jesus. And he's like, man, they, they received him even though he was sick. And it was a big deal to be sick back then, okay? People did not touch Others and stuff, especially under the Jewish law and stuff. It's like you weren't allowed to touch people that were sick or like unclean, right? And all this stuff, man. He was like, it was a big deal that they received him as one, an angel of God or even as Christ Jesus, right? He's like, man, you got, it didn't benefit you anything. And he moves on. He says that. It's like, what then was the blessing you enjoyed? He's like, you guys didn't benefit anything for the fact other than it was just the gospel, that's to show you, man, that how powerful the gospel is, that they weren't concerned about, you know, he probably looked a little rough if he was sick, you know, physical infirmity. He was sick, man, and that's why he came to them. And then moving on in verse 15, he said, what then was the blessing you enjoyed? You know, he didn't, they didn't receive anything other than the gospel. That's how, that shows you how powerful it is. And moving further, he says, for I bear you witness that if possible, you would have plucked out your own eyes and given them to me. He says, man, it's like you guys would have given me your own eyeballs if I asked you for them. Like that's how intense and how like you were in to the gospel and what he had to say, what Paul had to say. He's like, man, don't turn back to all this stuff. It's not going to save you and it's not going to make you whole. That's what he's saying, man. In verse 16, he says, have I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? How many of us know too that like the truth it hurts sometimes, but it's so much of what we need to know. You can only love somebody if you tell them the truth. How crazy is it if I wouldn't tell somebody that something was about to burn them or injure them or cut them? Say like I, someone was about to put their hand in a saw blade, right? And I didn't stop them because, hey man, it's like, like I just didn't, right? It makes me an enemy of them, if anything, right? It's like, man, I hope they just cut it off. It's like, but man, if, to tell them the truth, it's like, hey, that's not a good idea to move that hand back away from the saw blade because it will cut their fingers off, right? To say that, that is loving and that is truth, right? The truth does not change. But man, he says, Has I, have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Man, he's, he's trying to tell them, man, this is the truth of the gospel. Lean on Christ. Don't lean on these legalistic laws and, and ceremonies and rituals. Man, it doesn't save you. It doesn't make you clean. Jesus makes us clean. Man, he's, in verse 17, he takes a different step here. And he tells, tells them exactly what these Judaizers are doing with them, right? He says in verse 17, they zealously court you, but for no good, yes. They want to exclude you that you may be zealous for them. 
But it is good to be zealous in a good thing always, and not only when I am present with you. Meaning, verse 17, we'll break it first. He said, they zealously court you, right? They're after you guys. They're like all about you guys, all about you guys, all about you guys, trying to slip the law into all this stuff, slip these legalistic things, the the, the religion, the legalistic stuff, the law, like all these ceremonies, rituals and stuff, but for no good. They're not doing it for good. They want to exclude you. Meaning that you may be zealous for them, that you may be dependent on the Jewish law and the Jewish Judaizers and the Jewish leaders and stuff, man, that that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to manipulate them in order to be dependent on them, on the Judaizers, right? The people of Galatia, dependent on them rather than dependent on God. And that is not biblical. And that's what Paul is getting at here, man. It's so important to know. In verse 18, he says, but it is good to be zealous in a good thing. Always. It's always good to be zealous in a good thing, right? It's always good to be to be loving to others, right? To be there for others, right? It's always good to be zealous in a good thing. Always. It's always good for that. And not only when I'm present with you and not only when people are watching, basically, right? Not only when the when the pastor is watching, am I going to be nice to my kids or am I going to be nice to my friends or the someone that maybe I don't get along with, Right? When people are watching, it's easy to be nice. But when others aren't watching, how are we to people? Do we treat others with respect? You know, and not when I'm present, not just when I'm present with you, right? And in verse 19 and 20, he says, My little children for whom I labor in birth again until is until Christ is formed in you. Um, I would like to be present with you now and to change my tone for I have doubts about you. Man, he like to finish off, man, he says, like my little children for whom I labor for or whom I labor in birth again until Christ is formed in you, man. He's laboring hard. He, he's trying to get this point across to them because it's so important to know that. It's so important to know this point, to know this biblical basis, because apart from that, we could do all the other things right. But if we don't have Jesus Christ as our sinner and our rock, and we put our faith and trust in him to save us from our sin, then we've got it wrong. It's important to know. It's so important to know, man. But he says, man, I would like to be present with you now and to change my tone for I have doubts about you. You know, that last part, that doubts about you, he says you know, I, that means to be like at wit's end. He's like, man, I'm like, like at wit's end with you guys, man. I wish I was present so I could change my tone to talk to you guys. It's like, man, like that's intense and it's it's direct. You know, that he's trying to tell us like, man, like you guys have got to understand this, that you cannot be under the law. You cannot do it on your own. You cannot be uh, living in the rituals and legalistic views and stuff because that's not how Jesus saves us. It's only through him and his blood that, that he paid the price for us. It's important for us to know that. P us and the people of Galatia at that time, and that's why Paul was telling them. Because knowing the biblical truth of salvation is so important because it's not through all these rituals or ceremonies and stuff that that we are saved it's not that those things are bad in themselves at all but they don't save us it's jesus that saves us and it's okay to celebrate those things absolutely to remember jesus to remember how good he is to be thankful and and to receive man him but man they don't save us it's jesus that saves us Build our relationship around him and what he's done for us, man. And I promise you, you will never stray. Continue to seek him and we'll be okay.
I know it. Man, because he, he is the life. He's come to give us abundant life. So important to know. But man, that was ATK Season 3, Episode 10 of the series, man. I really enjoyed reading through this, man, and just seeing what Paul was trying to get the point across to them. Because sometimes we make it so hard, but it doesn't need to be hard. Jesus made it easy because he knows life is hard, I think. And we're going to screw up. It's not about being imperfect. Jesus wants our heart. He doesn't want our perfection that we think we have. Jesus wants our heart. So important. Hope you guys have a wonderful day, man. I love you guys. Advanced Kingdom as always, and dude, tight. We'll see you guys on the next one.